0: so excited. I told you I'd have Katie here today, mama jungle woman married to Tarzan. I'm so 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 excited. Um, my biz bestie here in the jungle. Hello everybody.
1: Thanks Amber for bringing me on and I'm so excited to finally get the opportunity to do this and I love the synergy of it being on Mother's Day.
0: Yes, I'm so excited. We both going to be mothers celebrating here first Mother's Day and yeah what what this means to us really crafting and creating our lives now that we have someone to take care of other than ourselves yeah
1: what a gift Mm.
0: well I would love to you know just hear from you I know that you and I met at the yoga teacher training gypsy yoga school here three over three years ago and you did start out as a yoga teacher but could you tell us just a little bit more of your journey of how you went from like yoga teacher kind of taking care of hotels into like business leadership entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, before migrating to Costa Rica, I studied at CSUMB in Monterey Bay, California. So I have a business degree in event planning and hospitality because my dream was, well, if I got to do a nine to five, I might as well be in paradise. And so i thought what better way to do that by setting you know hospitality which is hotel management event planning so i've done weddings and things like this big productions and i came to costa rica and i'm like okay now what how do i get in <laughs> how do i get into these these venues and you know i am not a citizen and so to work at establishments meant getting a workers visa and all these things so I started off with doing Airbnb in one of our houses upstairs was a yoga deck and we had this little space and I just like glammed it up and it was super cute. We always had people. I remember becoming a super host, like within the first month, just people were like raving about staying with us. And it was for, I think we priced it it at $20 per night. So, And then I got so excited and we started to do like, you know, breakfast was included. So I guess you could say that was when like my entrepreneur, like creative outside of the box really started to come through. And then because I was doing Airbnb and we had this yoga deck, I also wanted to um, teach yoga classes as this was something that was already a part of my personal practice, which is why then I connected with Courtney and you at Gypsy Yoga School. And then about a week after graduating, I had had business cards made for me. My mom sent like 200 of them to me to Costa Rica. And I had already been deep into manifestation rituals and energy, and so on my business card, I had title of yoga teacher, event planner, and um, what was it, villa or retreat director and manager. And so about a week later, I run into my neighbor who actually ended up building a retreat center. I gave him one business card. I only gave away one business card and I started working for him the next day. (laughs) And that kind of really catapulted everything. I was networking with some amazing people in um, wellness industries, lots of leaders, hosting retreats of my own, handling their own productions and, and outsourcing and bringing people in, doing a lot of community events within there. And then once COVID happened, We had um, just misalignment with the owner there and also really realizing, because my husband also worked there too as a manager, that we cannot sustain life, you know, working at a hotel, at least what we had been envisioning, you know, wanting to have a big family, wanting to do lots of travel, and when you have a property and a retreat center, that's 24-7 work (laughs) Um, when you're not necessarily the owner and, and outsourcing, so Once 2020 hit, we decided to part ways, and because I had networked so well and met so many incredible people, I ended up dialing up Melissa, um, and I hired her as a business coach to kind of feel into what is it that I want to create and share and be of more service, and so I had a three-month container with her, and I started working with one-on-one clients within a couple months doing transformational work, women's empowerment, and That was, you know, that's a little bit of of how I
0: started. (laughs) Yeah, I love your journey, just how you shared, like the evolution of it, like from the business cards to uh, event planning, to taking care of a hotel yoga teacher into, you know, online online business coach and leadership. And it's almost like what I think when you were sharing is we can't plan for where we're going to end up. It's just like little steps that you take along the way. And then here you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always imagine myself even owning a retreat center. Like that was such a, that's, that fills the pages of my journals. And then once you're there in that manifestation, we get to refine it even more. It gets to be, it becomes clearer and clearer of like, oh, actually like, I do want to have more children or I want my life to look like this and, and travel a lot. And so it just refines and I still have such a huge passion and love affair with retreats and in-person and community gatherings. So I get my cup filled within women's circles and hosting women's circles, having retreats, um, just looks a little different than what I had you know, thought a few years ago. <laughs>
0: Yeah, totally. And you, you basically mirrored back to me, my vision, because my, my journal is full of like, I'm going to move to Costa Rica and run retreats. And then you really see what kind of work that is. And you're like, I want to be the one holding the transformation, not the one like cleaning up and organizing and all the other things that come into running like a retreat center.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But it was, um, it was some of the hardest work that I ever done, but I, I was able to see too, I put a lot of emphasis on that dream because I had this belief that well in order to be successful I had to be super busy and like you know in my journals too it was like we're constantly doing things we're running around like we're always busy money's flowing I'm hosting retreats people are coming in and then I was like two feet in it and just burnt out like wait a second (laughs) this is not success. You know, my, my husband and I were experiencing more arguments than normal. I was eating a lot of junk food, not having a lot of time to like really healthy prepare meals for myself. um, because I was constantly on the go. So even when there were retreats and there was healthy meals and spreads out there, I was too busy navigating and delegating everything else within, um, the establishment.
0: Mm, Such a good point. And that makes me like, want to ask you, like, How did that come with you into the online world? Did you feel like as you transitioned into transformational coach and and we'll go deeper into where you are now in your coaching world, but like, did you take that need to be busy with you as you became an online um, entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, I did, but it wasn't with necessarily work that would translate into, you know, revenue and service. So the online space provides so much time freedom, you know, you really need to show up for (laughs) writing some beautiful content lives connecting with people in the DMS having authentic conversations and so in the beginning, I would keep myself busy with, you know mindless scrolling on social media. I did end up making my entire website, (laughs) which I haven't used in like a year and a half. but yeah, I would find like, you know, little ways to be busy or I would feel like stressed out and nervous if I wasn't doing something and that I was in that phase, I want to say for about eight months, the first eight months of really starting my online business. And then it completely shifted. And on the other side of the spectrum, just deep in my feminine, like I'm not going to do anything and just surrender and manifest. And that worked really nicely too. But I feel now I'm in a really mature space in my business of balancing the masculine and doing with, you know, the deep energetic feminines of of being and allowance and surrender and magnetism.
0: Yeah, I think you brought up a good point. Like, we have to have both like being so feminine of just being isn't going to grow your presence online and the same thing is like taking too much action isn't going to grow your presence online so how to find the balance between like manifestation and being but also like taking action and having it come through and i think that's important as we look at like how do i find balance from who I am. And I asked that question because I know when I moved to Costa Rica, I was like, I thought I was going to come here for the pure Vida, you know, the slow down. I was like, oh, crap. I took myself with me. And so, you know, those habits that we have start to trickle in until we start to realize like just leaving the relationship, the career, the the place that we're living, isn't going to change the things that are ingrained into, into our being. Um, I want to go backwards just a little bit. Cause you said you started working with a coach for three months. And then within just a couple of months, you got your first few clients. Can you tell us someone like that's listening? That's like, Katie, I'm like wanting to go into the online world. I don't know if I can do it or I've been doing it for a while and it's not working out the way I desired. Like what advice would you give that, that entrepreneur that's in that space? Yeah,
1: for me, I I really went two feet in. I've always been quite an ambitious um, go-getter type of woman, but I'll always remember when I had, you know, launched my coaching business, said that I was taking on clients, it was the first week, and I had posted maybe one post, some things on my stories, and then I had my call with Melissa and I'm like,
0: I just don't know, I know what he
1: wants. Like, why has anybody messaged me? You know, I was expecting this to be this big blob. And she's like, are you really telling people, you know, speaking to their hearts about what you're doing or are you just hiding behind the deliverables of, you know, you get one call a week and you get a whole portal and meditations and like, this is me. And she really invited me into sharing more of myself and sharing more than once, which comes with the healing part of being seen. Um, And I hadn't typically done that on my social medias. I had shared, I did a really great job with other people's brands and social medias um, for their own organizations and business, but never my own. And so I would tell a newer entrepreneur that starting your business is going to grow at the own evolution of your own healing. And so expect to heal within your business, within, within sharing and showing up and use that as a gift. Like, What an honor that God, Source, Universe, Spirit has created this dynamic online of us you know, having deep impact and service and prosperity while simultaneously healing some of our deepest wounds and embrace that.
0: I got goosebumps while you're speaking, because one thing for me being so ingrained into yogic philosophy is everything is relationship. So when you go to be an entrepreneur and you start this, this mission, you're in relationship now with your business and the impact you desire to have. So hello, shadows. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, And with that being said, impact, what does it mean to you to be an entrepreneur and how do you feel like you're having impact in the world as you step in both feet in you mentioned and like how you going all into your entrepreneurship, your leadership um, and the impact you desire to have? What does that exactly mean to you?
1: For me, I feel like my my gift, my magic is a big permission slip to almost live this fairy tale life like it gets to be this good. We get to have it all. We don't have to choose. And it's going to look very different than the conditioning through society, family, friends, whatever it is, um, gives upon us. Uh, Impact for me is not only impacting my family, but also those within my inner circle and the web outside of that and my, my clients' clients. It's a much bigger ripple. So Within my work, I do talk about legacy. Like, what do we get to live behind? But what is it if it's just for our own personal and family legacy, if it's not going to directly affect our communities? And, you know, I shared with you right before we started recording, I have this big house and I was so excited to rent this house to host people when in need and so I have a friend here now that's moving in as we speak as he heals his relationship and his marriage and to come into a healthy household and to be able to to feed him put a roof over and to hold like delightful conversations because I have work that deeply fulfills me like that is impact too
0: Yeah, I I got so many goosebumps in that. It's like it's it's you being able to serve when when you are needed, you and your family, and it going out to to so much more than just your inner circle. Because a lot of times it's like I know growing up in the states, um, we wanted to create not we like people were seeking wealth for I for me for my family. And I feel like as entrepreneurs, it's like where can we donate? Who can we help? How can I just take my friends out um, and enjoy this meal? them not having to think about how they're going to pay for it and, you know, not need to rent an extra house when we're going through a hard time in our marriage.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of course, you know, we see, we sit in these seats of a bit of privilege being white women who can come to Costa Rica and have opportunities online and know how to use these resources. And so it's such an honor to not only directly impact the clients that we're working with, whether it be through their own healing and starting their own business and they're experiencing so much joy and bliss. And then I just love to go even further than that. You know what I always say, what's the vision beyond the vision? So I have this vision of impacting and serving hundreds of women and my vision beyond that is the people who have no idea about this world that even exists. And I, and I felt that with my home birth, with, with my, you know, even you when we shared it with our Costa Rican friends who were unfamiliar with this way of having birth and being able to share from a space of, of inspiration, of trust, of belief. And and being able to see, you know, different shifts with in our community here of, wow, there's different ways to do life, like even to how we birth our children is such an impactful thing to bring into the conversation.
0: Yeah, you brought up such a really good point because it's like being here, you and I both being with third world country partners, right, like mine's from Nicaragua, yours is from Costa Rica, and we're so privileged that we like can have computers and phones and and know what it means to take care of ourselves in these different ways, because home birth like you're gonna do what you know like that's like a question but i know just even telling my partner like i'm a life and business coach like i run a business online like he couldn't even fathom what that is and like when people (laughs) would ask him they're like what does your girlfriend do and he's like amber i don't know how to even explain like you help people better their lives and like create you know this like dream life online like he couldn't even understand or comprehend and the more that like he's in my world going on a year and a half he's just like he can see what's happening but I don't know can you share like your your experience with like Andres and and that part that part of like yes home birth and these opportunities of health and privilege that we have but like what is it like when you tell his family like I'm a business coach I'm a transformational women's leadership coach like what does that mean to them or what questions do they have?
1: this is such a funny topic. I love it because I feel like there's still confusion and landing within it because this is a new paradigm that we're creating. I mean, as a business coach, I can like simply say like, I help women get paid to be themselves and share skill sets that they've, that they've studied and like, what, you know, like I, I that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, either you, you this opportunity and evolve with the world, like the way that the world is already going, like, leverage it or sit back and watch everybody create these expansive, you know, lives for them and their families and and so forth. And I will say his family doesn't ask me many questions about it. There's just, there's this mysterious way, like they, they watch my stories and things like that and don't interact as much. Um, but then when we go and we share time with them, for me to, to go and, and fill you know Andre's sister's fridge, she's pregnant right now with her third child, that was unexpected, and, and pay for her ultrasounds and things like that. It's almost like we don't even need to ask questions, we can just deeply trust that like this is a good thing, like whatever Katie's doing, it works. Um, and there's you know, able to see like my clients' results and things like this too, but yeah, we don't really have that many conversations about it. My my mother, she's super proud about it. Um, we do have deeper conversations about what it is that I do. She refers her friends to my retreats and to working with me um, in my programs and stuff like that, too. So she's able to really see it. But I, I will say, you know, Andre's family doesn't really question. They watch, but don't question. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I think it's just like, wow, the the privilege and the things that we have, they can't even can't even see in. I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this, just seeing what we as white people have done to Costa Rica, the expansion, like you see the other entrepreneurs here, say, for example, those that are running Indomitos, you know, it's like we are making an impact on them, just seeing what happens when we come vacation here and run our businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much true. I want to go to motherhood a little bit because you did mention like giving birth at home and and I know that ruffled some feathers in in my relationship as well and like also then started to open up the conversation about like um, the safety of it being at home, what happens in hospitals and also just how this relates to our business now. Like I know something that we've been talking about is like we can sit here on this podcast or on conversations with our clients and our son be breastfeeding. Like, what does it mean to you to run a business now and be a mother? Uh,
1: again, it's this deep permission slip. I've, I've been attracting a lot of new women in my field who want to start to grow their own family and, and become pregnant or they are mothers or mother coaches and birth consultants and so forth. I do feel really grateful that Andre was always on board with having a home birth. It was never a question of if that was something we were going to do or not. Uh, and the same thing with my business, too. You know, I make these crazy investments and I talked to Andre about every single investment and as they get bigger and bigger, I'm like, I don't want to tell him, I don't want to tell him. And then like five minutes later, he's like, you have something to tell me? I'm like, Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to invest another 22 K in my business. And he's like, all right, like go for it. Like I believe in you. And, you know, sometimes we'll pull up Stripe and look at the numbers and get, you know, a bit logical of like, yeah, okay, here's, here's proof and so forth. And, and same thing with the home birth, you know, we watched many videos, orgasmic births and, Um, We hired somebody who we deeply felt resonant with to hold us in the vision that we wanted to have at home. And I will say, since my mother being here, she just left yesterday. I don't know about you, but being in Costa Rica and particularly Uvita, which is a very quote-unquote conscious community there's almost this sometimes pressure to uphold these standards and I resisted the pacifier I resisted you know I'm not going to bottle feed and since I've been back in work and taking calls and I'm noticing wow, there's actually these tools (laughs) that can deeply hold the mother a working mother And I don't need to shame myself for using a pacifier if, you know, in the evening time, Luca is feeling extra fussy and it's it's going to soothe him. It's going to bring him peace and make him feel calm. Or, you know, what would it look like, Katie, to have some breast milk stored in the freezer Uh, in case you're doing a powerful transmission and and delivering within your program and knowing that like Andre can feed and Luca is going to be having somebody deeply present and attentive to him while he's getting nourished because Luca loves this rather than, you know, coming on and latching onto my boob, which is something we've been doing, but I'm noticing um, not only does it distract me a little bit because I just want to look in his eyes, but also he wants that from me too. And so I've been definitely getting out of my own way and not shaming also these tools of like, does, does using a pacifier or, you know, a bottle make me any less conscious as a mother? No. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think that's what, you know, it's like when I became mom too, it's like I throw all away the shoulds and have tos because you're just going to do the best that you can. And if it's, you know, breastfeeding and, you know, giving bottle and having a pacifier and having a happy baby, like you'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, definitely. And
1: I've, I'm really completely restructuring my business too, from working a lot with women one-to-one to now group. I love groups, and that was something I started beginning of the year, too, about four months ago, but I'm in a phase now of just really focusing on group programs so that I can have more time and impact, right? If I, if I work with women in group containers, I'm having more impact, more reach here, more lives that are changing, and I'm able to still hold my three-hour three work day
0: <laughs> that, I, that I love. Mm, And you, you have this question burning inside of me and I know other listings are having it too. You talked about being a transformational coach, a business coach, running retreats, um, doing one-on-ones and then doing um, group programs. Like for you, take us on your journey. Like, cause I know for some women, they're like, they're doing groups, but they want to go more to one-on-one. They're doing more retreats, but they want to go online. Like share with us the evolution of just like your business model. Yeah, I I started
1: with one-on-one clients and then I quickly jumped to, it was almost like a mastermind actually, it wasn't, but as opposed to the traditional business mastermind that we think it was a woman's circle. And we went deep into topics such as, you know, reclaiming our divine feminine, liberating ourselves from limitations, full potential. These are all still big threads and pillars of my business um, but I discovered my love for group programs pretty early on, and I love prosperity pathways. I love streams of incomes. I love an abundant ways for people to plug into my work and for me to serve. I am a manifesting generator, so I don't know if we have any human design um, Lovers listening, I know that you've been getting into it a little bit as well, but I'm a manifesting generator. So part of my design is that I like different things. I like to mix it up, I don't like to stick to one thing. And so just allowing myself to jump around to creative ideas, to let my offerings and programs evolve as I evolve to not limit myself or have to create, you know, the corporate ladder of like, okay, well, once I teach this and then, then I can teach that and so forth, I just create really what's ever on my heart, whatever present. And I think another question too, that's really important is like, how do we hold all of this especially as mothers, because it can seem like so much. And just being able to hire an assistant, like I don't have a big team, but I recently hired um, a woman and that has just elevated my business completely. And then my partner is, we did make the decision when I started my business that he was going to be stay at home daddy and, and my business partner. Right like the house is always clean the food is always made when I had my retreat he chefs the entire thing he's sometimes he'll he'll coach me and and you know really hold space for me too as I do for him so team is really important as we begin to expand our businesses um and just giving ourselves permission to create whatever the heck we want to create
0: Mm. Yes. I'm highlighting that last sentence, give ourselves permission to create whatever we want to create because, you know, something that's happening right now in the business online world is like, oh, you need to do this to get to six figures. You need to do this to get to seven figures. And like, what if we throw out the numbers, you know, and it's like, what feels good in your body? What do you want to create? Because you can get wherever you want to go in a hundred different ways, but it's like, which one is most authentic to you? Mm -hmm. Um, And so as you know, us going into motherhood, it makes sense to change the business model. And so like, as we start to look at like, I need more time for me, the group programs make sense the the less hands on in time, like connection with your clients makes sense, but also then you have the ability to like, own in on that three hour work day when you have support and you hire a team, because I too just was like, I've been running my business as you have since whatever, 2019, 2020 by myself, I'm going to be a mom and I want to keep running my business with um, <laughs> less time on hand as possible. So I can be with my babe. And it's like, that doesn't mean that your business is going to slow down it means that you just get more hands and as we are able to hire out we're able to have more impact by being able to pay these women well
1: yeah and i think the work too that we do is such a its own vortex and an energy scape my my assistant recently messaged me and just you know, deep gratitude for this relationship that we're building. And she really stands behind the mission and the movement and, and this world that I want to be a part of and create for other people because I've seen it really work for my family and ours. And so, yes, of course, you know, to be able to pay her really well and um, continue to increase pay as we, as we move along, but also it really deeply fulfills her. And even after I hired her, she made some really big changes within her life. You know, She exited a relationship, broke a lease really quick and moved to San Diego on her way to Phoenix. <laughs> Shout out to Shay if she's listening. I absolutely adore her. <laughs> yeah, it.
0: Yeah. You just, you just made it. It's like, it's not only about like what happens when they work in, in close proximity to transformational coaches and such, but it's like how that just Naturally has them evolving into the higher level version of themselves, because it is an energy vortex, because it's so much about like the mindset behind what it is that we do. Yeah. Yeah, it's deeply who we
1: be too, you know, the the conversations, the leadership conversations that we have together, um, the authenticity too of like, it's a Friday, it's a Saturday morning and I knew she went on a date the night before, like, okay, tell me how it was. Like, there's no differentiating or pretending like um, there's a hierarchy, for example, or um, putting on a different persona because she's a quote unquote employee of mine, like no squashing all of that. I was manifesting a wing woman and I waited, you know, a year until she came in. Um, but this is the culture. This is, this is what we're creating. Yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. a, it's not a business or something we have to escape from. It is who we deeply be. Like, I do want to plug in and, and talk with her and hear about her life. Um, and, in it translates to under her being super excited to show up for the mission and in her full energy. And my clients can feel that too.
0: Yeah. I think what you said, like what I got from that, is like the interweaving web of this creation of change that you're you've really like created here in Costa Rica. But it extends out to, like you said, Phoenix to to San San Diego, and I know you have other clients that are over in Europe. It's like literally worldwide the impact that um, these online businesses can make and. You being with where you are right now, just one final question before we wrap up. Like, what would you tell someone that wants to pivot, expand, or claim a new identity in their business? Go for it, sister. But lean into the
1: edge, liberate yourself, and then perhaps work with somebody who's also living that expanded version that you're desiring to. Because I can say... That the bigness can feel scary because the ego is going to want to grasp and hold on to other things, which might look like self-sabotage or destructing everything down and burning it to the floor. Like, I'm so grateful that wasn't part of my story because I've created some amazing things that I cannot wait to run again. It's deeply a part of me. I'm never shutting the door on my past. I'm always going to refine and make it better, but also part of my ethos in life is is mastery is, is letting myself be deeply human and also mastery. And so just because I'm evolving and feeling like, you know, I, I don't want to facilitate this particular, you know, type of transformation or container. I can now feel myself like circling back with it. Like, Oh my gosh, it's like breathing even deeper. And there's so much more that I've learned that I get to infuse into it. And so just, finding other people that are allowing themselves to grow in this way. And if you need to write yourself your own permission slip, darling, because it's going to be better than you can ever freaking imagine. Liberate yourself first.
0: Yes. Permission slip granted. Thank you, Katie. I think sometimes like I know for me personally working with our coach, Shoshana Raven, like I needed that permission slip to expand. I was like, but I'm yoga teacher. How do I step in it? It just always felt so scary. Like, cause I felt like I had to get rid of that title but really it's just like what you said the expansion and evolution and it's never gonna it never has to be burnt to the ground you always just get to be more and with that being more it's like every time you run your program again it's better and better because you're bringing more of who you are and who you've become to that container so it's not burning it down it's like how does it get to evolve like I'm evolving
1: Mm-hmm. yeah And I'm so grateful for Shoshana. She's such a wonderful mentor for both of us. And before working with her, I had worked with, and it's so interesting because I've been having a lot of conversations with some of my clients about um, I'm closing up artistry of business. And they're like, God, this program was just like everything that I needed. You know, I'm so grateful that I trusted investing again because I had this experience with the previous coach. And like, you know, I didn't make any money or she didn't see and hear me or she said, X, Y, and Z that that made me sad or mad and disappointed me, and I had that story too. Like I, I came from somebody who had taught me have one offer, have one signature program, and then just keep running it and running it and running it, and then you'll have your time freedom and it'll be mastered, and you can do it like the back of your hand. And it's like that is so great that that strategy works for her. And I hear Shoshana sharing that with other people too, and as I do with my own clients as well. But like you mentioned earlier in our conversation it's so important to recognize that like everybody's strategy looks different and so for me and and knowing you know really at the core who i am and i and i love to share a bunch of different things and so again just expanding behind beyond the boxes that maybe someone told us before a certain business coach or life coach and just letting yourself do what you, you need to do what your soul came here to do
0: yeah. We have a similar story in that, that one signature program and just keep running it. And I was like, I'm bored, but I should do this. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make this signature program 12 months because there's so much I want to teach and share and talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think what you said, I'm just going to highlight what Katie said so that you guys can all hear that. There's so many strategies, find the right strategy for you. And if you've been wounded by a business coach or a coach before, Don't just, you know, invitation is to open up that wound and lean into that wound because just like any other relationship, not every coach mentor is that way. There will be a mentor that breaks your heart open and really helps you to shorten time. I remember when Katie and I reconnected and she switched to a new coach. And like, as soon as she got the permission from her coach to really expand and evolve, like her entire business did. And all the people came flocking to your door, Katie. And it's just like, because sometimes we're just not in alignment when we're with certain people.
1: Yeah. And, and as with any coach, and I tell my clients this too, before I start any program, you know, take what resonates, leave the rest, um, you're going to always find certain things that you love about me. And then certain things where you're going to be like, "Mm, I'm not going to do that. And like, that's all part of understanding even deeply more like what makes you, you, what makes you unique? What makes you stand
0: out? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Um, can you please share with the listeners here? I know they're going to want to come find you, plug in with you. This episode will launch next Friday. So if you have any offerings coming up that you want to share about, um, here's your place. Oh, how
1: exciting. Well, I my playground is Instagram. I absolutely love it. So you can find me Katie, K-A-D as in dog, Y, two underscores, Taylor, um, I show up there pretty regularly. I love to be of service, entertain, give awesome value, share cute photos of my baby and my friends. And I do have my mastermind launching end of May. So this is already beginning to fill. There's a few spots left. This is a six month mastermind and it is for entrepreneurs, but we are addressing the whole woman. So the mom, the lover, the business woman, the woman who is here to create her big dreams. And I also have my signature business program, Artistry of Business, launching again in June.
0: Amazing. So, those of you that are listening, I'll plug those into the show notes so you can easily go and find Katie and expect to see her here again on the show. Thank you, Amber, so much for having me. I love you. I love you. And I want to thank you. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to this podcast. It's an honor to know that people are listening and gaining value while generating their own insights. For more actionable tools and practices, head over to my Facebook group, www.facebook.com groups slash yoga for inner peace to learn more practices that you can put into your toolbox to reduce stress, build confidence, and create a community of other women who are like you, wanting to better their lives, to better their communities. Thank you again for being here, and if you're on social, post a photo of you listening to this and tag me, Amber Hagberg, so we can hang out online and continue growing this relationship first from the inside, and then from the outside. I'll see you on the next episode.